3: This truck is all about grit, strength, and dependability, the same attributes it takes to be a tight end.
2: What is up, Rotovis family? Welcome back to the On The Daily DFS podcast. You can find us on Twitter at OnTheDailyDFS. You can find me at SalitoFF and, of course, my fellow co-hosts at Matt Jones, TFR, and at TJ Calkins as well. We are here to take you game by game through the main slate for Week 5. A lighter-than-usual slate as we lose the Packers and Lions to the bye week. And I don't see any way we have a Titans Bills game in that slate either, fellas. How did Week Four treat you?
3: Uh, I had I ended up having a good week. We uh, we we got there at the last second with the the A Rob touchdown uh, in cash. So uh, if not for that, I was uh, I was getting swept pretty hard. So that uh, that made it a good week for me. What about you, TJ? I
1: did all right last week. Uh- I was honestly kind of a defense and maybe a Troutman catch away from a smash week. Um, honestly losing the chiefs to Monday night, like destroyed me because I pivoted Mm -hmm. to the bears. I thought they might be leading. I had too much confidence in Foles. That one just didn't work out.
3: Yeah. It was really just that last drive for, uh, for Robinson that got him there. He was, uh, he was just kind of flailing, and then Foles was like, oh, yeah, by the way, I have this like very, very talented receiver that I should maybe look for. Hey,
1: late's better than never. Yep. I just wanted to see Rivers trailing, man. That's what I wanted to see. We might get it
3: this
2: week, <laughs> but we'll get there. We, we will definitely get there, but, the guys, let's start with the, the Baltimore Ravens and the Cincinnati Bengals. This game has got a 51 total Uh, Lamar Jackson was held out of practice on Wednesday on what is being called a not serious precautionary knee injury. Um, Fellas, I'm jumping right over to Cincinnati. Uh, TJ, we mentioned Joe Mixon here last week, and uh, he had the blow-up game. He had all the fantasy points we were hoping for the first three weeks all in week four. Are we going back to him this week at $6,300, TJ?
1: Not against the Ravens, I'm not. I mean, I hate to say it. It's just uh, playing backs against the Ravens is one of – I have general rules. I don't have firm rules, but a general rule. I'm just not going to play it back against the Ravens. So, yeah, just not going to go there. Where are you at, Matt?
3: Yeah, um, I agree. I it's it's not something that i'm uh that i'm going out of my way to put in one of my six lineups for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, i completely agree too and i think that the great part about that is there will be people who will chase those points this week and we want to make sure we're in uh matchups with those people this week. So, uh let's let's go over to a couple of the other Cincinnati Bengals. Uh J- Joe Burrow comes in at 6000. He's become a steady producer because they're throwing a ball on an offense even getting some some targets to mix in last week helped his his totals but the guy I'm looking at who's seeing some red zone targets and has definitely stepped up in his offense aside from Tyler Boyd is T Higgins and he comes in at a nice comfortable $4,900 Matt uh do you find your way to any T Higgins in this
0: week
3: yeah I mean the the price is pretty hard to argue um again the the cowards at DraftKings refuse to price anybody up. So uh, we, we can pretty much fit uh, whoever we want uh, whenever we want so far this season. Like what's the, I don't know who's the highest priced, like Camara at eight K is, is, are there any wide receivers more expensive than that? I don't think so. Right.
2: I think it's all in the same area. Yeah. Nothing yeah, too crazy.
3: 7,900 for new, like, so you like, you get one dollars receiver like that. Who's, who's seeing, you know, valuable work and you can, you can just, you know, punt defense, find a cheap tight end and just do whatever you want. So he's, he's definitely in play for me this week. Um, but I am definitely also looking to get. Uh...
2: All right. We lost that there for a second TJ. So hopefully he'll be back shortly. Uh TJ jumping over to Matt, we lost you for a second. So you yeah, were, just just saw let, that. We we uh well when, when we last heard you, you were talking about you were definitely looking to get so and so in your lineups. Who was it? Boyd also. Okay.
3: Yeah, I'm uh I'm definitely definitely looking uh to include Boyd in at least one or two of my lineups. He's top ten in receiving expected points uh right now. And if Burrow is gonna keep throwing the way that he is, um I think that's a that's a valuable stack uh now that it seems like Burrow realizes that it's the corpse of AJ Green.
2: Is do you find yourself possibly with a double stack? Would you play both of them with Burrow?
3: Um, me, I don't know. I don't feel great about it. Yeah, um, I mean, I,
2: it's, you're looking I, for a lot of points out of those three, and that's yeah, probably not the right way to go.
3: I think I'd rather just have them split, and you know the the lineup with the receiver that actually hits. Uh, is going to be the one that the one that pays off for me.
2: TJ, yep. anything on the Baltimore? So I mean, on the Cincinnati side before we go to Baltimore.
1: Oh, it's absolutely Boyd. I, I mean, I'm in love with Boyd. I think he's a fantastic play this week. Uh, as long as he's priced in the six K neighborhood, he's going to remain a fantastic play. Uh, T Higgins, he's going to be in the back end of builds. I don't think he's a must go to. Um, his only hit game, he had to score twice to get there. Uh, granted, his role is going to stay steady. He's way behind Boyd. And I think against the Ravens, especially just, you know, me the slot man. And in a trailing game, we could see one of those 13 target games for Boyd. Uh, he's an absolute smash in this game. And I don't think anyone else in this game qualifies for that.
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, We go over to the Baltimore side, really, uh, especially with the knee issues. uh, You're not going to go pay up for Lamar Jackson likely this week. Mark Andrews is too expensive to really be paying up for when there's a lot of very reasonably priced tight ends on this particular slate. Uh, Marquise Brown is seeing wide receiver one uh, targets and snap rate and all that good stuff. But the numbers are just not popping yet. So I'd like to see that. And the running backs are just a mishmash of who the hell is it going to be this week. So, yeah, we're going to be off of Baltimore pretty much this week. So, if we got nothing else on that, we'll head over to the the Battle of Pennsylvania where the Pittsburgh Steelers take on the Philadelphia Eagles. This has got a 44 total. And guess who's back at off-the-concussion protocol? It's former two-time all-caps player Deontay Johnson coming in at 5,600. TJ, is it just automatic boom right back in the lineup? He's sub-6K. Lock him in. It's insane. Yes. I mean, yes. It, I knew I the answer. It's more
1: complicated friend. than that. It's <laughs> not. It, it's just not more complicated than that. Oh, well, you know – Matt go ahead and yell at DK. That's your thing.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I mean I just I I can't figure it out. I don't know if they're doing this on purpose or what but it's uh it's getting a little frustrating because you want like if you're paying attention to this stuff you want there to be tough decisions when people are making their lineups and the they they just aren't there right now. Like it it's very reminiscent of uh, you know golf prices during majors. Like they just they just let you fit whoever you want in because it's a lot of you know casual, blah 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 whatever everything you've ever heard about that. But uh, yeah, it's it's super frustrating, um, and we just we just have to take advantage of it while they while they keep doing it. But uh, hopefully hopefully they jack up these prices soon.
2: Yeah, you know, and the first of a few tight ends I'm going to mention tonight because the overwhelming feeling in the DFS community, especially by a lot of the big-name guys, is that tight end is a punt this year. So you might you could actually take a zero like people did with Troutman this past week at that low price and still hit uh, for a big total and still win some good money. So let's just say Eric Ebron at $4,000. He was getting comfortable with Roethlisberger before the – surprise bye week came up. Uh, he saw seven targets on that game, caught five of them for 52 yards and a touchdown. And this is the 29th ranked tight end defense he's going to be seeing this week. So Eric Ebron is a guy, you know, relatively inexpensive of $4,000, but is there anybody on the Eagle side? It's a tough week for me to want to put Eagles, even including former caps player, Miles Sanders in there, TJ, but uh, Matt, we going with anybody on the Philadelphia Eagles this week
3: i mean if if we're like it's still uh i guess to put it nicely a, a little bit of a mess in uh, in Philadelphia at the moment um i, I mean if we if we're chasing opportunity like miles sanders has the fifth highest share of opportunity of any running back in the league and he just has only scored one touchdown which is not ideal um uh, you know if if we think Again, I think I said this last week. If we think that the the offense clicks in any way and he has a shot at a couple of touchdowns, he's getting the work for it. Right. So um I, I don't know. I, you can tell in my voice that I'm not like overly, uh <laughs> overly excited about it. But um there, there's definitely opportunity there, uh, if you want to go in that direction. Sixty five hundred, I think, is is pretty fair. What about you, TJ?
1: I, I mean, no. I I, I want to play Sanders kind of every week, especially while the wide receivers are still dead. Uh, we probably get DJx back this week, and he becomes very interesting. Uh, 4600 there's real ceiling. Uh, give me him over T. Higgins in tournaments all day long. You know, we're looking at the same price. If he plays, if not, you know, and Greg Ward is almost uh, – he doesn't have the same ceiling, but he has a way better floor. Uh, but – Like you mentioned there, Sal, earlier, uh, Kittle just smashed the Seagulls defense last week. Ebron is definitely in play. And equally, uh, not equally, but as far as a punt play, and especially at price, I mean, Claypool is going to have, what, 0.2% ownership. So he's absolutely a guy that can hit on one play. So that's about the gist of the game. I mean, you got Deontay, and then there's just everybody else is just kind of in this little bag that you just sprinkle him in.
2: Yeah, I'll have less of those sprinkles this week. I think I'm just going to go with a plain vanilla this week. But, all right, let's move over to the Atlanta Falcons, the wonderful, always-giving Atlanta Falcons, taking on the Carolina Panthers. This game has got a 51 total. The Atlanta Falcon wide receivers all let us down this past week. Well, thank God it wasn't on the main slate, but if you were playing some showdown, you were doing some Monday night DFS Calvin Ridley, the number one wide receiver on the season, put up a goose egg, and he is now the highest-priced wide receiver on the team at $7,500, and he is not practicing, or he was at least limited in practice on Wednesday. Julio Jones did the typical Julio Jones disappearing act where he just doesn't finish games. It's become far too commonplace in his game. Uh, He is not practicing right now, and we figure, okay, well, Russell Gage – would pay off, and no, he did not either. Um We have a couple other names mixed in there. I don't know if I could even pronounce that name. I didn't write I it down. I was waiting so, for you to do so it. So I didn't write it down. So I'm not going to attempt to to uh, to pronounce it. But before we get to those, oh, was-
4: music, yes. can,
3: can we just call him Oz? Like, Oz? Oz? Like I think that's a pretty good. I think that's there you pretty go. good. That's what, was, that's what I was going to say.
2: Oz from the ATL. Um, you know, guys, I, I don't know if I'm going to any one of those wide receivers this week. You guys can tell me if I if I should or if I shouldn't. But uh, what about – I know he doesn't look good, Todd Gurley. It doesn't look good. But the guy has been getting plenty of touches, 16, 21, 15, and 17, total touches between uh, receptions and carries. He popped in two touchdowns last week to make it look like a better day than he probably really had. But he is at $5,700, and he's going up against a Carolina running back defense that is 31st in the league. So before you tell me if I should or shouldn't play any wide receivers in Atlanta, should I have Todd Gurley in my lineups, Matt?
3: I could tell by like the change in tone of your voice that you were going to mention, Gurley. You're like, I, and I, you're like walking on it I was like, and I just want to, I'm just saying, just Please. say, I don't
1: know. <laughs> said, Here, here's a rain cloud guys. Let me bring this in the room.
3: <laughs> I mean, anybody who allows any defense that allows Leonard Fournette to, uh, to run for a hundred yards on them. Uh, <laughs> I guess Todd Gurley isn't that far off. So, um, again, it, it, like he's not somebody that, um, that I'm prioritizing, uh, by any stretch. Um, you know, I, I see the, I see the, the argument there. Um, but TJ playing many more lineups than me would, uh, would probably have a more, uh, a more nuanced take. Cause he has to decide ownership wise what, what you're going to do there.
1: I think you have to play a little bit of girly. I'm never going to play a lot, but I, I have a very, uh, Clear comparison to this version of Gurley and the role he has. I think we're looking at like 2018 and 2019 Sony Michelle. He's not catching passes. He's not getting targets. But he's absolutely being prioritized at the goal line. So you have that touchdown equity, like big touchdown equity with him. But it's hard to see a big yardage game. It's even more difficult to see uh, any real damage in the passing game. And he's almost 6K. So you almost need two touchdowns for him to return on that. Yeah. So, you know, you you have to sprinkle some,
2: but I don't think
1: you have to sprinkle a lot.
2: Well, lucky for us, the Atlanta wide receivers have a penchant for getting tackled inside the (laughs) five yard line. So it really does fit the narrative for Todd Gurley. But speaking of those wide receivers, uh, are we going to any one of them, TJ, including Oz from the ATL? Do we want any uh, Falcons wide receivers this week or even a tight end?
1: I'm still not over Monday night, man. I I stuck with my take from last week about Tanyan. I locked him in the captain spot on Showdown. But I didn't have a single lineup without Ridley or Julio. Played a lot of Williams. Just did not smash the way I really could have. And I mean, if Ridley catches that ball at the end of the game that he easily could have caught, all he had to do was come back to it one inch. And I mean, I'm having a smash night. But obviously he didn't. So sorry, there's my sour grapes there from Monday. But, uh, no, and, and you know what? I think Matt Ryan has some mechanics issues right now because he kind of looks the same, but the ball was just not coming off his arm correctly. It, there was, I mean, Rivers level velocity to it. It was really weird. And I am terrified of that passing game right now uh, because Ryan doesn't look right, because all the receivers are hurt. But, uh, I mean, okay, sorry. The cheap guys, Olamide Zacchaeus. That's your guy. I, yes. I mean, he's the one. He's the one who got out of looks. But then Christian Blake at the end. This is a maddening situation. I, I I still don't know what to do, and it's not something we'll know what to do until we get some clarity on Ridley for sure on Friday. And it's it's a wait and see situation, but I'm I think probably all- going to be under the field on
2: all of them. Yeah, I think it's an avoid situation for me. Personally, I think there's so many other plays well. Maddie's shaking his head. Firing What's it got? up, baby. Oh, bring it to us, Matt. What do you got? No,
3: I just if the the only situation where I play Oz is if uh, if Ridley and Julio have injury designations coming into the game, I will definitely have a lineup with Oz. Like he's a guy who uh, didn't really didn't really see a ton of snaps last year. Um, and obviously last week there was uh plenty of reason for him to have seen the snap share that he did but even the week before he saw more than seventy five percent of the snaps um so take that for what it is um but two two straight weeks seventy five percent of the snaps he saw a bunch of targets last week i think eight or nine um and he's three k so I think you could you could do a lot better again if we needed to pay you know 10,800 for Christian McCaffrey and 9,800 for Alvin Kamara, we would need to do this, uh, you know, a little bit more, but, uh, I think that, uh, I think that I'll probably have a lineup with him, assuming that the, uh, the big boys don't, uh, don't practice this week.
1: There's a good segue reminder that before DK knew he was out, McCaffrey was priced at 8,600. <laughs>
2: Ooh. Oh guys, guys, TJ got more to answer to that.
1: No, I'm done with this game. Go.
2: Oh, like well, before, before we leave, we we have, we haven't touched. Like,
1: Sorry, that team.
2: Yeah, we have a touched like Carolina, and so I'm in a situation this week in in a season long week where I'm going to probably be without Cam Newton again. And uh, they got to stream a quarterback, and that quarterback I'm going to stream is going to be Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater, a fifty nine hundred robust dollars. Uh, he put up a twenty seven point one a week ago this Atlanta defense has been giving up points to quarterbacks this year so is this a week that we go with a, a Teddy B DJ Moore stack because it's got to happen DJ Moore's got to hit at some point this would be the time to do it Matt any chance Teddy Bridgewater finds a way into your uh, your small amount of of lineups or DJ Moore this
3: week i mean I, no i'm not i'm not playing uh, i'm not playing teddy i I get the argument. Um, he's obviously cheap, and you could do a lot, uh, you know, elsewhere in your lineup if you play him. But um, I'm definitely, definitely going back to the more. Well, I am. Uh, I'm pot committed at this point. I, I cannot, cannot miss on the week that he has two touchdowns. Um, it's just, uh, it's, it would be too brutal for me. Um, he's seen the 12th most targets in the league. And he is wide receiver 41 in PPR points per game because he has, uh, he has yet to find the end zone. So um, sort of a similar deal with Sanders. It's one of those things where I'm just sort of banking on the banking on the opportunity that he's going to see. And I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep going back to him because we've seen his actual ceiling before. So I'm, uh, I'm definitely going back there. What about you, TJ?
1: I my confidence is shaken. I can't lie; it's shaken. I thought we had a wide receiver one, wide receiver two situation that was clear cut, and I now think we have a one A one B situation, and I'm not even a hundred percent sure who the one A is anymore. I mean, it's unfortunate. I don't know if, and from what I've seen, DJ Moore isn't being paid any extra attention. So. If, if I'm honest, uh, I will play more Anderson than Moore this week. But we are talking about the Falcons here. Oh, and, you know, going back to last week, Sal beat me with Tanya in a league. That was sad.
2: Oh, yes. But
1: yeah, and Cinco. Uh, that just <laughs> occurred to me. Let me complain about that. But uh, Ian Thomas, man, he got up to five targets last week after being completely unthought of for the first three weeks essentially he scored and now we are seeing the team that tanyan just obliterated and he only had what six seven targets so you don't need a lot of targets to make bank on this atlanta defense so ian thomas is going to be in my build at a level that is higher than i am comfortable with but unfortunately.
2: <laughs> you can't argue with it. I mean, it just seemed it seemed like every time you turned around, it was Tanya catching a pass in the end zone. And just before we exit this game, Mike Davis, sixty four hundred dollars, bad running back defense. The volume is there. Uh, you know, in the cash games, Matt. You're finding Mike Davis in your lineups?
3: Probably. Um I it's it's one of those deals where I'm not uh I think he'll probably be like the third or fourth highest owned uh, running back. My would be my sort of prediction. He didn't really see. I don't know. That whole game last week was weird. I I think I'm kind of throwing that out uh, in my brain because of just like every time they flip to it on red zone, you were like, wait, what what's happening in this game right now? Like why? Like what's going on, um, but you know he saw he saw sixteen rushes. He saw a half dozen targets. Like if he's going to keep doing that, and and you know my, they're not going to put him above sixty five hundred, then I guess we got to keep doing it.
1: Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Trenton Cannon's the only other other back on the roster now. Is that right?
2: That's correct. They had to put uh, Bonifant so... onto the. Uh... <laughs>
3: Did the he did score a touchdown last week. Too. <laughs> yeah,
2: that was a little so, tilting. <laughs> <clears throat> we're we're going to see a lot of
1: touches again, man, and, and the price is right. He, and I we, I know we've been doing the all caps thing. We already hit Boyd and Deontay. Davis is three of four on the slate. I mean, he's going to be popular, but I don't care. Uh, and when you can attack Atlanta, just attack from all angles. Uh, just don't put five guys in the same lineup. I think it'd be okay. Or play cash and do put five guys in the same gonna lineup. Say, but you'll still be okay. <laughs>
2: you might be able to get away with it this week. All right, guys. Let's move over to Kansas City where uh, they, they take on Oakland with a high total of, of 56. Uh, listen, I, I, I don't want anybody. I'm a Raiders fan. I don't want anybody on the Raiders this week. Personally... Uh, I hope that this game happens there was a positive test in a Raiders organization on Wednesday that's pretty much all we know we don't know who staffer player whatever oh, but we do know that they also received fines for being out of the charity function I saw that video with a ton of people with no masks including the starting quarterback on his team and the tight end so uh, it's it's a wait and see on this game if it takes off but Listen, Claude edwards hilaire going against just an absolutely brutal Raiders running defense this week. I think uh, he's a guy I'm paying up for in my cash lineups. Matt, how about you?
3: Yeah, I think I think everybody is. Um, he's gonna just. I mean, I think Kamara in the in the hundred dollar double up last week was was eighty percent owned. Um, And I think this could be a this could be a similar situation. Um, Like sixty eight. Like, what do we do? I know I keep saying it, but like, what are we doing? Sixty eight hundred for this? Like, what? Of course, you're gonna play them. Like, I don't know. It's 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 bugging me. But I'm gonna try to stop uh, complaining about (laughs) draftkings now. Um, TJ, what? I'm I'm very curious because I've always. I feel like this is one of those, like you have to take a stand spots uh, if you're building a ton of lineups. So where are, are, are you, are you like just matching the field and saying, forget it? Or are you taking a hard stand on uh, E-layer?
1: Oh, don't do that. That hurts my soul. It, 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 don't. Don't, he, don't. There. Stop. Stop. <laughs> my God, I can't. I have to meet Monday night again, and it doesn't even have boogers.
2: S- Steve Levy was loving it. Uh, oh, he really
1: was. And, I mean, he was really dragging it out, man. Oh, man. terrible. <clears throat> but, yeah, I, this is not Kamara. Like, let's not make the mistake of saying that Hilaire is Kamara, okay? 6,800 successive – I'm going to be underweight. I, I mean, I'm going to play. him. mean, you, you you can't fade him. He's in a smash spot, like you said. But the level of popularity in all all facets of DFS is going to be overboard, and it's going to create leverage on the passing game. So, I, I guess uh, just answering the question you asked me, it, it's going to be underweight. I know that feels gross, but it, it,
3: I'm at the point. In I the think season you have to. Yeah, you have to, to do one or, or the other. Where
1: I, I, I'm remembering, like, oh, shit, you have to do things that make you feel uncomfortable if you want to win. You know, truly, truly smash and win. And that's one of those things that I'm feeling uncomfortable and I'm absolutely going to do it.
2: All right, so speaking of the passing game, then, who are you getting in there? So Hill comes in at $6,900. I don't know that you want to pay up for Kelsey. You got, you're talking to Ian Thomas, a lot of Ian Thomas this week. Can we figure out a way to convince them to get – hardman more involved in the offense the guy produces when you put him out there he's got a touchdown at back-to-back weeks but he's he's just not on the field for enough snaps to uh to get comfortable but would you be comfortable tj at 4400 this week
1: yes i am comfortable um i don't think it's there you know i love everyone on the Chiefs side in this game but i'm not going to play a ton of any one specifically uh hardman's my favorite wide receiver play, for sure. Probably my bet. favorite uh, pass catcher play. Uh, give me one more fumble out of Sammy. We might get those six targets a game, and that's all we really need.
2: We might get that fumble, too. He looks shell-shocked out on there when he catches the ball. He just wants to drop right to the carpet. He does not totally want to be touched. Very,
3: very relatable.
2: Uh, <laughs> I mean, worse than some quarterbacks, right?
1: Like, he, he's out there sliding, like feet for sliding. The Eli, like, the Eli Manning
2: yeah.
3: Manning school. exactly course. what I was going to say. <laughs>
2: Matt, Matt saw it all too well for, for 15, Hard 16, too many 15 years. years here in New York. All right, guys, uh, the Los Angeles Rams visiting the Washington football team, 45 and a half point total on this game. The story coming into this one is the benching of second-year quarterback Dwayne Haskins in favor of Kyle Allen and moving Alex Smith to the backup role. Dwayne Haskins is the number 3 quarterback now. Um I I, I don't know. I mean it's it, the offseason was just so terrible in Washington and it, this regular season it's not off to such a great start either. But Terry McLaurin he's he's got a thigh issue. He wasn't practicing uh on Wednesday. How does this affect him going forward? Do you think Terry do you think Kyle Allen rather is a positive Matt? For Terry McLaurin or a negative?
3: I mean, let's uh, let's put some respect on it, man. They're uh, they're only a half game out of the uh, NFC East lead right now, at uh, at one and three. So you never know. Um, that is true. They
2: control their own destiny. We could say it now.
3: <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Allen, huh? Forty one hundred. Again, this is like if if we had. If we had decisions to make, I would be playing Kyle Allen in cash this week. So there's that. Um, but Kyle, I no. looked it up. <laughs> well, go ahead. If you didn't say it, I was going to,
1: if it was 18, 19, whatever year. I mean, like Kyle Allen would absolutely be the cash quarterback. <laughs> but there's absolutely no need. Anymore, yeah. 100%. Um,
3: I I looked it up uh, earlier. <laughs> he was either sacked or or intercepted once every 12 and a half pass attempts uh, last year, Kyle Allen. So um, it's, I've never written up a, a defense in the, the buffet piece that I do for Rotaviz, And I wrote up the Rams because it's just <laughs> going to be unreal. Like 4k, uh, you know, you're, you're basically locking in like a half dozen sacks and probably a pick or two. <laughs> um. I don't even think I answered your question. I just had to get that stat out there. Uh, what were we talking about? McLaurin? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> this is this a Whatever, positive McLaurin. or a negative
2: for McLaurin? I
3: don't know. It's a positive for Gibson, if anything. Like Allen's going to check down a ton. Gibson's 5K. Um, it, yeah. I, I mean, I, I think the offense as a whole probably has as much trouble as it has sustaining drives, <laughs> and we're going to see a very similar product on the field. Um, I don't think this is like a death sentence for anybody, but I don't, you know, it's not like, oh, thank God Kyle Allen's starting either.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, Gibson saw f- five targets last week, we, but we saw an increased use of JD McKissick as well. He saw eight targets last week and caught seven of them. Um, and he's at 4,000. I'm not trying to convince you to play JD McKissick, but I think it is uh, notable that he'll probably cut into what we could you know, we could probably get bigger numbers from Ontario Gibson if they weren't so in love with this JD McKissick. But I think yeah. that as the season goes on, that's definitely something to keep an eye on. But I would get at five grand, I would get uh, Gibson into some lineups. Listen, I finally bought it to Daryl Henderson last week and it, it killed me. I had lineups that would have, if he put up a 15 point game, would have really cashed nicely. Um, if we would have got the smash game that we were hoping because the environment, was just so good last week, I would have probably had one of my better weeks playing DFS, but guess what? I didn't get that. I got about three points out of them. Um, so it killed me. I, I kept, we can't trust any of these. We, we can't trust a running game in, in LA right now, TJ. It's, I mean, you're not playing any of these guys, right? Akers is coming back soon. It's just going to be a mishmash.
1: Hell no. I mean, yeah. If I'm playing anyone, it's Malcolm Brown, and, I mean, now I need a shower, so
2: moving on. Dirty. Um, I went back to the the Logan Thomas well last week. It just always looks so good, you know? It's like you see that standing there alone and want to go up and talk to her because it just seems right. And every time you go up there, once she opens her mouth, they're like, oh, my God, why did I do this again? Uh, but uh, I got a
1: question, for a devil's advocate question for Matt, and I have, I have a take here, but – you you really pay more for the Rams defense and the Steeler defense against the lineless and receiverless Eagles.
3: I mean that's fine too. At like it's it you know it, I I just think the Rams are gonna just demolish. I don't know. Well, I guess we'll see. But uh, again, you don't have to make you don't have to make a decision off of a thousand dollars because everybody's cheap. So that's you can do whatever you want. That's it's only 200.
1: Yeah. We didn't really talk about Allen and Haskins, though. Like, You're losing terribly to the Ravens, and you target running backs 14 times. That's a good way to not win a game and get benched. I mean, it really is. This isn't a team that's targeted backs at that level. So – we have a body of work. We know the guy is awful, and now we have a guy that's just slightly less awful until Alex Smith is truly comfortable, and he will be the starter again. So I don't blame Rivera. and I believe it was Rivera that said we're only a half game out in the division. If there was a 4-0 team, we might have a different conversation. But they still want to be competitive, and they think that's the best chance to win. And honestly, I tend to agree. I think Alan will at least be a little bit more aggressive with it.
2: Yeah, it was Rivera and Matt Jones who mentioned uh, (laughs) that they're half a game out, the the faulted Matt Jones. So, (laughs) Matt, uh, pay pay our bill, sir.
3: Yeah, we we have DoorDash bringing the show to you again this week. You've counted on restaurants, and now they're counting on you. While their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door. Ordering is easy. You just have to open the app. You choose what you want to eat and your food will be left safely outside your door with contactless delivery. You can get, uh, you know, the national restaurants like Chipotle's and the Wendy's of the world, or you can uh, pick some of your favorite local spots as well. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. All right, now, is this game happening?
2: Well you know, listen, I'm not a believer that it's gonna be on the main slate. and if if it does happen on Monday, it and I'm seems not a, impossible. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, it's just there's people testing positive as recently as Wednesday, um, and you need two positive days in a row to even consider opening. and and uh, listen, there's all kinds of stuff coming out about Tennessee. It sounds like they've really foobarred this situation up. Um, and they they're gonna be most likely forfeiting games, which is not something I know in my forty six years on earth I've ever heard happening in the NFL, but it's very likely. And uh, it sucks because Josh Allen has just been a smash every weekend. We're, we're getting him taken away from us. What do you have to put in there, TJ?
3: Our sweet, sweet prince. I mean, can we get back
2: to the good old days when, you know, we had to rely on
1: hidden videos of players doing things in strip clubs and Zeke at Mardi Gras or St. Paddy's Day and that sort of thing. Now we have secret videos of players working out and going to charity events. Animals. That's what the world's come to. (laughs) Like, I'm so done with this, man.
2: That's the social media world that we live in, right? Everybody wants to just jump on something. Everybody wants to be pissed off about something, even when it's not something that bad. Uh, You guys all know Dynasty Frank. You've seen Dynasty Frank on Twitter. He put out a tweet earlier that said, Dwayne Haskins sucks. You all just want to be mad about something. So people were on tilting on Twitter about Dwayne Haskins getting pulled so early in his career. Who the hell cares? He's not a good quarterback, right? So yeah, people want to find people doing things that aren't even really bad things. But the protocol is that you're supposed to wear the mask and you're not supposed to be gathering and they broke that protocol. So unfortunately, we're going to probably lose this game and maybe more. Matt, before we move on from it, you have anything to throw in?
3: I I just I didn't even I said before we recorded I'm like I'm not I didn't even write up this game that there's like there's no shot that it's on the main slate, um just play Josh Allen if it is I guess
2: yeah there you go can't go wrong with Josh Allen all right so then let's let's oof, the Arizona Cardinals have been disappointing the last two weeks they can't screw this one up right they're playing the Jets <laughs> they're playing the Jets the the total is forty seven. Uh, Kenyon Drake at $4,700. It's his cheapest price of the season. He practiced in full today, but Chase Edmonds is getting the targets. Chase Edmonds has been the receiver, and Chase Edmonds had a, a decent game after Drake had to leave with the injury last week. And he comes in at $4,700. How are we break it down as backfield guys? Are we, are we playing either of these guys week after week? We They've had five good matchups for running backs and nothing
1: i mean i have an indisputable trend here weeks one and two drake had four total targets two wins weeks three and four one total target two losses i mean i think we figured out the problem
3: just tough but uh
1: (laughs) yeah right hey cliff yo tell your girl how. but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it is insane how they're using them and I'm not sure it's going to change at this point I I mean I am so disenchanted I'm watching it like not believing it Drake is one of the things I was most sure about in the last decade going into this season and it just is not happening I mean his role isn't going to disappear but it certainly is not nearly at the level we thought it was going to be. In the they're just not throwing the backs all that much altogether, uh, even including Edmonds. What do you think, Matt, about Drake?
3: Oh, it's Drake week, baby. We're doing it. <laughs> We're doing it. We're. I'm going down with the ship. If if it doesn't work this week, then I know, right? Like, but it probably will work this week. Like the Jets are are the Jets. Um, it, look, I don't know. I. I I'm somewhat being facetious but like I'm I'm not going to miss out on Drake Week if this is the week like I'm definitely going to have a lineup with him in there. Um, you know like you mentioned the the price is the price is reasonable I think um, for the for the ceiling that the Jets will gift him uh, if if he's able to take advantage of it. Um, I looked it up before the <laughs> the Jets have run uh, about 280 plays on the year. Any guesses as to how many plays they've run with the lead?
2: Oh, with the lead, Jesus! I'm guessing zero, but...
3: All right, total (laughs) spent at zero
2: point five.
3: Twenty-five out of their two hundred eighty plays have been run with the lead, and they were all in the uh, what was it? The Broncos they played last week. Uh, They hadn't had a lead at any point for the entire year uh, until then. So that's right. They they took took a lead. I'm
1: telling you if you set that total at 0. 0.5, 85% of bets would have came in on
3: the other. <laughs> Cuz nobody watched that game, the Jets Broncos game that actually kind of turned out to be like entertaining at least. It wasn't good, but under it was entertaining.
1: Overdeliver baby, that's what they did. There you under go. Promised, that's my motto. Deliver. They really
2: did. Listen, <laughs> I have been doing pretty well in showdown cash games, so I was watching that game and I and I hit for my cash on that game, so
3: you got to slide in the DMs then, Sal. So, oh, come on, man. You, you holding out on <laughs> <laughs> no, it. I did all right
1: on that slate too, man. Uh, but, but, hey, we well, were, we're yeah. talking about Drake. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I cut you off, no, no, so. Not ahead. at all. I was
2: going to say go ahead, actually, TJ. No problem.
1: No, going back to that game last week and against the Jets, I mean, just looking at Melvin, like he was okay. But don't forget that. Basically, that last touch, he got both the 100 bonus and a touchdown, and that was what took him from – no, good game to smash game. And if we're looking at that, like, oh, we need Drake to break one, you know, protecting the lead at the end for him to actually be that play we want him to be. That's the type of thing that's giving me fits on him. And I'm afraid to do it.
2: Yeah, so. Just before we move on, I have one note written down for the Jets. It's just his Flacco and the Jets, and I think that's enough to make us want to not play any Jets this week. Uh, only note I'll add is that Le'Veon Bell is practicing and oh, eligible to come off the the IR, but uh, that's, <laughs> I don't think so. I know Matt is being tongue-in-cheek, you people listening on your way to work right now or <laughs> you know late at night on the covers. Um, no, uh, Matt, I'll just say this. A <laughs> Bell the-
3: Drake stack for the Millie.
2: When the Broncos and the Jets get together, play the kickers. That was the smash the smash way to win the showdowns last week. Both kickers had like 15 and 14 points Perfect. in that game. So that was the way to go. Um, the Houston Texans, why? We had our first coach fired. the in Bill. Bell, Bill O'Brien. How are we door. going,
1: man? There's a smash play on the Jets we didn't even
2: talk about oh, yet. Oh, wait a second. Well, T, I'll, I'll cut know, this TJ, part out. Don't worry. <laughs> wait, <laughs> see, see where these guys are at. Said we had a receiver. Uh, oh, I know who you're talking. Two games have
3: receivers on their roster.
2: They they do,
1: and you know it was easy to forget because he didn't play weeks two and three. But then he came back through two games. Where he's got 23 targets, I believe, 17 catches, about 240 yards in a score on the year. That's on the two games. Sorry, 219 yards in a score. Crowder, man, what, what? Why does no one want Crowder? Uh, guess what? The Jets are going to be trailing again. I don't care if Flacco throws it to the wrong team every other target as long as Crowder catches the, the odd number, give the other team the even number. I I am absolutely going to be smashing Crowder, and I think he's going to be an under-owned absolute smash. Okay, now you can edit it out and move on.
2: No, I have to apologize. You mentioned Crowder before, and I still forgot about him. <laughs> so, and I'm insulted yeah, as Crowder as a has New that effect on people. <laughs> as a New Yorker, I'm insulted that you think they're going to be strong, oh, man. Hey,
1: <laughs> I know it's super unsexy, but it, it, he he is the play this week. Um, I, Listen, I'll, this was... I'll eat Crow next week if this breaks. But I mean, I, I think the volume remains, and he hits with it.
2: Yeah, target targets and receptions. I mean, if you're playing on DraftKings. You know that is key. So, all right. Well, I' sorry I got so far ahead of ourselves with the uh, the former uh, coach Bill O'Brien of the Houston Texans. He's gone. We can now. say
3: bye to Bill again. That's fine.
2: Bye bye, Billy. Uh, so this is a high number, fifty four. <laughs> a fifty four total on his Texans Jacksonville game. I'm presuming it'll just be no defense in this game whatsoever. Um, you guys have to tell me. Uh, uh, are we avoiding Texans right now? Do we want to see how this shakes out? I mean, I know we're avoiding Brandon Cooks because he cratered lineups with a friggin' zero, three targets, no catches, and a big fat zero in our lineups. But um,
1: he's worse at his job than Bill O'Brien was.
2: Yeah, he should have left with them. But uh, but Will Fuller should have had a second touchdown. I don't know. I, you know, I, I felt like that was a little close to be overturned. If he hits that second touchdown again, I had him in places where that would have been nice. For lineups, But I think the guy I kind of sort of want to get in lineups this week is David Johnson at $5,200. $5, that was the Todd
3: Gurley voice. Did you hear that, TJ? <laughs> it was the same voice that he did before he brought up Todd Gurley.
1: <laughs> well, well, Todd- it's the same <laughs> player. It's the same player. <laughs>
2: I will have Todd Gurley, David Johnson lineups this week. In fact, I'm going to put it in the listener league. If you put <laughs> if you put that t- contest together this week, I will put that in as my quarterback, my my running backs this week. <laughs> Guys, what do you feelings on David Johnson and the rest of the Texans this week?
3: TJ, go ahead. I can't talk about David Johnson.
2: No, I, I'm telling you, this is the
1: low key. Everyone is in play game, and I mean truly, I, everyone could smash except for Brandon Cooks. So. I mean, that's the truth of the matter. I I mean, Robinson on the Jag side, Shark on the Jag side. Okay, that's where the Jags side ends. But you could have Cobb hit again. Obviously, Fuller's a better play, bigger ceiling. And oh, God, it feels so gross to say, but yes, DJ is actually in play and probably a better play
2: than Gurley is. And cheaper by $500. So. I won't. I won't ask Matt, but I like that take. This could be. I, listen, Vegas thinks the total is high, so somebody's got to smash. Somebody's got to score these points, and I don't think it's going to be the kickers in this one, Matt. But Matt, you have anybody on the Jacksonville side?
3: Um, like? No, I mean the the guys TJ mentioned. Uh, if if they, uh, I don't know. If if I played more lineups, I would have some Visca, but uh, not going to go there with uh with my lineups the one thing worth noting as far as the total goes this looks uh, across all situations this is looks like it's going to be the third highest game uh, paced game on the slate so that's probably where a lot of that is coming from and they've both um you know not not terribly successful <laughs> either team uh but they've both put up points in in spurts so um 54 still seems like a lot but whatever
1: Matt, I need you to play line maker for a minute. In DK points, make a line. Robinson versus
3: CEH. Oh, man. Uh, I would say like... CEH minus
0: three.
1: Okay, so now we know where to leverage.
3: Underweight, fade, CEH. Love it. There we go. It was that easy. You sometimes you just got to ask the right questions, you know.
1: Yes, sir. I, I absolutely love it, and I mean, I I think that's accurate. I think that's fair. I like it a lot.
2: Nice. We're setting our own lines here on the on the daily DFS. Yeah, podcast. you got a hundred
1: apart. You know, both solid running back plays, but you know, if you're talking triple the ownership, I think I think it gets easy.
2: Yep. <clears throat> Hi, right, fellas. We go to uh, San Francisco, Miami, with a total of 47 on this game. Jimmy G was expected to be limited in practice on uh, on Wednesday and uh, should return this week. He's a $5,500 cost, but I don't think we're going back to Jimmy G too soon. But I'm excited about the the, the two uh, young wide receivers in this offense. Debo Samuel is back. He's got a game under his belt. They didn't use him a lot. They want to work him in slow. He comes in at 5,300, and that's $100 more than Brandon Ayuk, who maybe had the most beautiful touchdown of the year on Monday night. And I think that this is going to be a killer one-two combination along with the man we spoke about at the beginning of the show, George Kittle. Guys, what are we looking at in San Francisco? Do you like these wide receivers, Matt? Would you want to wait a little bit of time on on Debo, but uh, you feel comfortable playing Ayuk?
3: I mean, I, I think, I think they're, they're both fine ceiling wise flyers. They're not somebody that, uh, neither of them are going to be guys that I'm, uh, going crazy on. Um, I, the, the guy that I'm, that I'm really like sort of up in the air about that. I would love to hear both of your takes is McKinnon. Um, he's 5,800 over the past two weeks. He has the same amount of expected points as Dalvin cook. Uh, I, I, like I was pretty shocked by that when I was <laughs> when I was looking it up. Um, what what are your where do you land on on the wide receivers, TJ? And what do you think about McKinnon this week?
1: I think the wide receivers just kind of uh, cannibalize each other and kind of take each other out of play. And Kittle, oh my God, if Kittle's going to get that kind of volume, they're going to have to price him at 10K, <laughs> even with the current price settings. <laughs> right so i i mean Kittle is absolutely in play i mean that's a different kind of build when you pay that for tan and that's okay like I, I i like that but my god mckinnon working like a bell cow and i watched that game and i was super impressed i i, I was really happy to see it you know after two years it's like well this is what we thought was going to happen and well it's happening but and there's a huge but you get most it back well it we're probably looking at that exact same role he had week one, and you can't pay for that. We get one more week without Mostert. I think you absolutely go overweight and play JM, uh, JMK for sure.
2: Yeah, all I could add to that, Matt, is uh, before the season started, my son had drafted McKinnon. And when I looked at his roster, I said, well, you need to add on something here. And that was the play I recommended that he dropped because at that time it was a crowded backfield, right? I, and I figured he would be the player that like we saw, he scored that touchdown in week one with everybody. That was like, Oh, Oh, that was cute. And then all of a sudden he's the guy in that backfield. And like TJ said, he was everything that everybody thought he could be, but we've seen this game before in San Francisco and uh, they're not going to play the one running back when everybody's healthy.
1: Yeah. And, well, I mean, I, I don't know if Tevin Coleman counts anymore because he's such, so distantly behind the other guys in terms of ability. But
2: yeah, don't you sell Jeff Wilson Jr. short, sir?
1: He's part of the other guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tevin is way behind him in terms of ability, too. Mm-hmm. Totally true. But anything on Miami for you guys? I think there's one player in play garbage time hero.
2: All right, who's that player? I have them just. I, I have. We. I went so much to Miami last week that I felt like the well was dry for me personally this week. But what player is that, DJ? I,
1: th- I think it's just Parker. Um, yeah, I, I imagine this isn't a close game, and I imagine they got to sling it, and there's a clear cut alpha I minutes mean, Parker. So he sub six k.
2: You think we see c two before the end of this game?
1: No, 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 no. As far as I know, he still hasn't been hit. So I, I don't think they'll even consider yeah. playing
2: him. There were rumblings this week that they would go to him. There was rumblings this week, and then uh, Flores had to come out and make the announcement that for week five it'll still be <clears throat> Fitzpatrick. So it's going to be soon.
1: Where did those come from? Those didn't come from Shad, did they? He's a the guy to go to for Miami.
2: I'll uh, I'll. I'll check my sources. I've seen it in quite a few places just being <laughs> – reported but I didn't see the names that were attached to it. While you looked that up, TJ, uh Matt, anything else they had about San Francisco and Miami? Nope. All right. So let's head to Matt's New York Giants. Uh who listen, they played well on defense. Did they play well on defense last week or did the Rams just screw up their game plan
3: that? Yeah, no, that I just just the Rams could not have looked any worse and I'll, I'll give some credit to the giants defense. Um, uh, I'm, ch- I'm blanking on the linebacker's name. Martinez had, uh, had himself a little bit of a day, but I mean it, that, that was more just, I think the Rams just shooting themselves in the foot more than anything. Um, I think that I'm going to just go ahead and call the, uh, call the bloodbath again this week. And, uh, <laughs> Just say I was a week early. Um, I think that this is going to be a very different game than than Dallas has uh, been forced to play so far this year.
2: Yeah, because of that reasoning, I think that this is the big uh, Zeke smash week. And I want to pay up for Zeke because I think this will be the three touchdown massive uh volume zeke game because i think that they will get up early and i think that they will pound it away with zeke and try to slow down the madness that has gone on there they need to write the ship in dallas because they are in my opinion the best team in that division and it's not close they just need to settle it down and i think they do that through this uh, through zeke this week tj what do you think
1: I'm unsure. I, I agree with your take if uh, if we get the script you're, you're saying with some sort of Dallas blowout. But this defense, man, I'm telling you, if you created a skill position group of Dwayne Haskins as the trigger man, handing off to Leonard Fournette and throwing to Brandon Cooks, and they're playing <laughs> Dallas, I expect a bonus, a DK bonus from all three players. Okay? <laughs> so th- this is worse than Atlanta – Worst in them all, this is the worst defense in the league right now. And I don't care who they're playing. They're going to give up points to everyone. And honestly, I'm not going to say, okay, they're just going to play better this week or be better despite, you know, just because they're playing a team that's had struggles so far. They fix everyone's struggles. They are that bad. And I I would rather still go to the leverage of Dak, you know, just Dak. And I I don't know if I really want to pick. I'll play Cooper for sure over everyone else. But it is difficult to pick the pass catchers with him.
2: Yeah, and I'll have to have Dak in there this week because I actually pivoted away from him last week and it cost me. I have had him – each of the first three weeks I had half my lineups with Dak in it, and I went away from it completely last week. And, man, that hurt to watch that happen. But I do – I do have written in my notes here, I could definitely see a scenario where all the Giants uh, are in play. And when I say all the Giants, I mean possibly even getting Daniel Jones in there in a couple of you know large field tournaments. Uh, definitely not cash, but um, uh, Slayton is going to be on a lot of my rosters this week. Darius Slayton at $4,800 is is a guy I'm going to have on a lot of rosters this week.
1: It's going to be Angrim for me. That's going to be most owned. I'll also play Slayton. I'll also play some Jones. Man, I got so much Jones started year long, it's scary, you know. But freaking Ingram is the guy I'm going to be uh heaviest on, on the Giants side. Are you playing any Matt? Are you with that at all?
3: I mean, I'll I'm definitely gonna play uh, I'm definitely gonna play some Slayton. Um I think Ingram it, it almost feels like they didn't like count last week when looking at his price. Like he saw 10 targets last week and he's only 4,600. Like he's, he's below guys. 30 on
1: the season, right? Like it's insane.
3: Yeah. Like he's below guys in pricing that you could very easily make an argument for to move him up. Um, So I think he's a little bit of a bargain. I do think he'll be owned. um, But I think that he's definitely a bargain. I am not touching Daniel Jones. Like this is the ultimate test of how bad the Dallas defense is, because if they let Daniel Jones do things, then uh, then they just have to blow it up and start over. They, they just need to uh, to just forfeit the rest of the season and go back to the drawing board basically. Cause Daniel Jones is so bad. It's really tough.
2: Well, it'll be a fun one to watch and then hopefully we'll get those hits. Well, let let me
1: play. Let me play devil's advocate here. Let me list four teams, just strictly on the defensive side of the ball: Steelers, Bears, Forty ers Rams. No con- contrast to Dallas. That sorry, that's who Jones has had face so far. I mean, it, th- there has been no tougher quarterback schedule through four weeks.
3: He's bad. <laughs> <laughs> There's a large sample of him being bad unless he faces like unbelievably awful defense. It's like the only scoring that he did last year was against, what, Washington. He had a big game against so Tampa. Gets,
1: so unless he's facing the 2020 Dallas Cowboys. So we'll see. I, that's it? all I'm saying. We'll see. <laughs> no, I, I didn't push this, man. I got to push this. I, I, I really think Dallas is going to play games in the 30s and 40s every single week. It's, It's just going to be wild to watch.
2: It's going to be goodness for us to be a part of that. And uh, Evan Ingram was one of those other tight ends. I agree. I haven't listed down here. There's a couple of good plays, at really good prices. And he could be in a smash bot this week. So guys, this is the next game I have written down. I have New England and Denver. Uh, I don't have a total on it. I man, I don't know if maybe it was off the board because they, I don't know if this game is going to get played either. Steph- yeah. Stephanie, Stefan Gilmore also tested positive for COVID right now. They say the game is on, but We've seen in recent weeks the deterioration of that of games over the the course of a week to where we lost one last week. And um, I, I wrote that I would put this one on you guys. Is was there anybody in this, these teams that you'd want to play anyway if this game goes off? We're going to have Jared Stidham most likely at quarterback. Uh, I don't know how to read that af- that offense with Jared Stidham. Uh, Damian Harris looked good, I guess, but. Denver is also another one that you might get Drew Lock back this week. You might not. Noah Fant, who's been really steady, is injured and is probably not going to play. Uh, Jerry Judy made acrobatic catches look nice, but is it something we could get? You know, we could find consistency in. So we won't spend long in the game. But is there anybody that just pops off the page to you guys?
3: I mean, I would, <clears throat> I would throw a, a flyer on Bird um, at Min Price. Saw ten targets last week in the uh just the absolute shit show of, of quarterbacking that uh, that ensued <laughs> with new England, but 10 targets are 10 targets. He played every snap. um But I don't know. I mean, like I'm not, I'm not doing backflips trying to get any of those guys in my lineup at the moment.
1: Are we talking full game or Denver side? The total is 48 and a half, by the way. Okay. Thank you. So we're at 40 and a half on this game. uh D- Damien Harris on new England, man. Uh, Sony's on IR, he finally and my god, I was busy on Monday, and I missed it he was activated, what, two hours before the game so that kind of hurt my two game uh, DK outcomes, because I played a lot of Burkhead, not realizing that Damien was live so, always check news, always check news, don't be an idiot like me but yeah, he's 4,300, he hit that 100 yard bonus against the Chiefs uh, And, I mean, obviously it was a tight game there for a little while, so he was able to get carries, 70 carries. No targets was a bit of a concern. But uh, if we're talking about a game we think that New England's going to win, and I do, I think we do, I think they're going to be comfortable. And I think as we've seen, the early down back hits in those games. And when you get them at 4,300, I will absolutely play some Damien Harris on that side.
2: Yeah, you know, I thought it was a James White game that night. To be honest with you, I I, I thought James White was going to smash. I put him in on the captain spot, and uh, I just missed cashing on Monday night on that game, the showdown. But uh, that's what scares me with that New England um, offense. Every time you feel comfortable with somebody, it's it. Burkhead pops up, James White pops up, Damian Harris pops up, J.J. Taylor pops up, and Sony Michelle goes on the IR, killing some of my season long teams where I play in sixteen teamers, and running backs are like. Oof, so valuable. Uh, Guys, let's move on to our last game on a slate, and that's the Indianapolis Colts at TJ's Cleveland Browns, 47-point total. Guys, this is where I want to talk about tight ends. All right? My favorite tight end play of the week in a year where people are talking about punting tight ends. Uh, No, it's not Mo Ali Cox who was also in that lineup that I beat TJ with this week in the kitchen sinko. It's not all Cox at 4,200. He saw two targets. One of them happened to be a touchdown. And yes, Jack Doyle is back and healthy, and he saw one big fat target. But if you watched any of this game, Trey Burton was being game-planned for in this game. He saw the most targets out of the three tight ends, and he's $2,900. If you took the the dive into the Troutman Waters last week, knowing how low his totals could have, could could have turned out to be, I'm imploring you to take a shot with with Trey Burton this week at $2,900 because I guarantee you he's going to see targets. What he does with them, I can't promise, but he's going to be involved in the game plan heavily. And Reich said it today. All three tight ends will be game plan for and used. And uh, that's the guy. It's the cheapest. And I'm going to take a shot with him, Matt. What do you think?
3: That sounds fun.
2: I made it I made it sound good that like, I,
3: <laughs> Yeah, I mean you like you were you were really selling it there. I was like, all right, let's uh let's let's mash some Trey Burton in. Let's do it. Um yeah. I mean, sure. sure. That hurts. That hurts. No.
1: <laughs> I I Sal, I am enthusiastically with you on this. Uh Burton is a guy that made his way to Honestly 60 to 70% of my dynasty teams in the offseason off waivers, beats were projecting him for 90 to 100 catches. Obviously starting the season on IR, all the cold water got poured on that and everyone forgot about him. And when I saw him activated last week said so you not playing him this week going to wait and see, comes back five targets off rip. He is I'm telling you with Rivers unable to utilize TY he is going to be the top target getter on this offense not only this week but for the rest of the season and at 2900 I think you're right he is the best tight end play on the slate
2: well guys I have never been really good at DFS but I figured that out this year which means I'm learning really well from hanging out with you guys it's it's something to rub off on me a little bit so Go ahead, TJ.
1: Oh, the the matchups a huge part of that. I mean, the yeah, Browns, <laughs> the Browns are are, are thirty seconds.
2: <laughs> thirty seconds. Well, it
1: league. says thirty seconds. There's no one worse than Atlanta. Okay, but you know, the Browns are a really good spot to target there for tight ends. Absolutely.
2: You can always take a shot at all three of those tight ends. Maybe not Doyle this week, but um, it, it's, it's 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 in play. It's possible.
1: Can I play a tight end in defense if it's cheaper than my defense? Sure,
2: sure, and it probably well, would be, be fine, better. Than, Better than the Dallas defense, most likely. Um, Matt, what else do we see in this game? OBJ had his smash game. Hopefully he doesn't rest on his laurels with that. He did switch from healthy to questionable today. I saw I got that notification in leagues where I own him. Are you going to the well with any Cleveland Browns this week, Matt? Yep. Oh, sorry.
3: Go ahead, TJ. (laughs) I
1: I assume you're playing him with a catch. You go ahead first.
3: No, go ahead. I'm I'm curious. I need your I need your takes.
1: Well, we're not playing any receivers or tight ends on the Browns, but we are playing uh new top five running back in the NFL until Chubb comes back, and that's Kareem Hunt.
2: Oh, I, I thought you were gonna say the Ernest Johnson. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh
1: huh, no, actually, Hilliard, <laughs> but you know, but I honestly I love I love De Ernest, you know, going back to preseason last year, he was a fun guy, fun guy to play. But uh yeah, Kareem Hunt is the, the role is going to be phenomenal. Game script will not matter. Uh, you only have a handful of guys that you, you can say are going to smash every game, uh, non-dependent on game script. And the touch, I, it, it, I, I don't know how to put this complicated or silly, but Kareem Hunt is an absolute smash, and he should be priced near what Kamara or CMC would be. while Chubb is out, and he's not.
3: Yeah, and I think he's gonna be uh, less owned than uh, than Mike Davis too. So even uh, even more so, like he's kind of sandwiched in this weird uh, this weird price range between Davis and Elair, and uh, he he's just gonna be under owned like no matter what.
2: <laughs> you're so, painting. You're painting TJ.
1: <laughs> make a line, Matt. CH versus Kareem Hunt and DK points.
3: Uh I think I think Hunt's probably I think it's probably like a pick.
1: I'll go Hunt wow. minus four.
2: Wow, that's a big difference Ooh. from a pick.
1: Big... Yeah, that's a big statement. I've probably got a lot of crow to eat next week, but we'll put it out there. <laughs>
2: TJ, can we go? Can we go to the T.Y. Hilton? Well, one more time. Can we? Can we think that it's possible one of these weeks he's going to catch a touchdown? Are we just playing the tight ends here?
1: If there's ever a time to do it, it's this week. So obviously the answer
2: is hell no. <laughs> Matt, anybody else on either
3: one of these teams that you want to touch on? I mean, Pascal the Rascal. No, I mean, what are we doing here? Forty-six
1: hundred T.Y. I think, yeah.
3: Forty six hundred. He uh, since week two, he has a twenty one percent target share, which is like you know, I don't know, DK Metcalf ish. Like he's he's seeing targets, um, and forty six hundred. I think that's uh, I think that's a reasonable price. Not not a not a cash play, but um, I think it's worth a flyer somewhere. You could throw him in a lineup as the comeback to your hunt uh, as a correlation play and feel pretty good about it. I think.
2: You know, I asked you if the the if Zach Pascal got the juices flowing last week, and it looks like it took a week. But those juices are certainly flowing. For, They're
3: warming up now
2: for the rascal. So, guys, we're going to close this out. Is there anything else that we would like to add before we close the show? Nothing, Mr. TJ. No, I just all I right. just
3: hope we don't lose all these games off the main slate. That's that's my that's my parting thought. I wish that uh, I I hope that we actually get the the 12 or whatever 11 really that we were promised.
2: Well, I'll leave it with this. I, I, there was a tweet put out today about the Raiders. um, They're going to protest the fines or, uh, you know, try to get the fines to NFLPA. And and I wrote pay your fines and be better next time. And somebody wrote to me, what are you afraid of the virus? Well, I'm afraid of losing the games and I'm afraid. Yeah. I mean, if I have older people around, yeah, I'm afraid for them, but the point wasn't, was I afraid of the virus. The point was, if you're in the NFL and you agree to a protocol, follow it, guys, uh, or else we're not going to have these games. And it's and life and death is more important than us getting our DFS main slates, right? But it's pretty simple. Follow protocol. And if you follow protocol and it still happens, then you've done everything you could do. But if you're not going to do that and it happens, you have nobody to blame but yourself. So I'm going to agree with, with you, Matt. I hope that, uh, that we get all these games in.
1: We all agree there, but I just want to reiterate – I really want to go back to strip club hitting <laughs> videos instead of charity. <laughs> it was such
2: a such a good time. Uh, this has been the On the Daily DFS podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at On the Daily DFS. We'll be here every week, taking you through the main slate and hoping to put you in the green. And somebody said to me, "Don't you mean a black note?" Because on DraftKings, when you finish with money, you finish in the green. It's yeah. not. It's not look the stock at, market.
3: Look at the logo, guys. Come on. What are we, what <laughs> so, are we doing here?
2: Uh, I had somebody ask me that this week. and I'm like, no, why do I have to even explain this to you? But
3: (laughs) 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 all right, everybody, we'll see you
2: one week from today.
3: All right. Before, before I let you guys go, I want to remind you about our sponsor bet online. The wait is finally over and football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at bet online. Bet online is going the extra mile to make sure you get in on every possible chance to win this season. Game spreads, totals, futures, props, whatever you are into, you can find a line on Bet Online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering <clears throat> on all the bets that I just mentioned. If you head over to Bet Online uh, and use promo code BlueWire at BetOnline.ag, that's BlueWire, all one word, you will be able to take advantage of that offer and support the show. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.